0: Hello, Zimbabwe. Welcome to Live Talk Women's Forum. We are coming to you live from Studio 7 at the Voice of America in Washington. I'm your host, Kip Stube. (music) Today on Live Talk Women's Forum, we are talking about the year 2023. We'll also look at women's expectations for 2024, but first a look at what is happening elsewhere. As the end of December approaches, millions of Americans will make pledges to lose weight, save money, or learn a new language, only for most of these promises to be forgotten in a few months. So why do we make New Year's resolutions in the first place? Alex Kendler reports.
1: As the end of December approaches, millions of Americans will make pledges to lose weight, save more money, or learn a new language, only for most of these promises to be forgotten in a few months. So why do we make New Year's resolutions in the first place? For many in the modern world, the changing of the calendar year might make little difference in our day-to-day lives. But for much of history, humans have lived in agricultural societies where life revolved around the annual harvest and the earliest known New Year's resolutions were made by the ancient Babylonians. During the Akitu festival at the start of the planting season, the king's power was reaffirmed and people promised to repay their debts and return borrowed farm equipment. The Babylonian 12-month calendar was adapted by other ancient cultures, including the Romans, who made vows to a two-faced deity that simultaneously looked back on the old year and forward to the new. The God was known as Janus, the source of our name for the year's first month. Today, many cultures around the world engage in some annual ritual of reflecting on the past year and expressing hopes for the new one. But the content and even timing of these traditions can vary widely. In the United States, the New Year's resolutions often focus on self-improvement and concrete goals regarding one's personal or professional life. Italians similarly express buoni propositi or good intentions for the upcoming year. In other places, however, the New Year is a Time of making wishes, not promises. Brazilians, for example, take advantage of their climate by going into the ocean and jumping over seven waves at midnight, making a wish with each one. The Chinese New Year, which falls between late January and late February, comes with a two week celebration full of feasts, rituals, and specific objects such as red envelopes meant to ensure good fortune, health, and prosperity in the coming year. And the Jewish New Year of Rosh Hashanah in early autumn is followed by 10 days of repentance, where people People reflect on the previous year and seek forgiveness for any wrongs they've done. But if the New Year's resolutions are such an ancient and universal practice, why do they seem to fail so often? According to psychologists, the biggest problem is that our goals are often too ambitious, too numerous, or simply too broad. General goals like eating healthier or reading more are harder to stick with than concrete measurable ones like quitting drinking soda or reading 20 pages a day. Long lists of resolutions can be overwhelming and often end up being forgotten. And while it can be exciting to set a massive life-changing goal, a lack of progress early on can lead people to feel discouraged and give up. In fact, New Year's resolutions don't even have to fall on the new year. Marxist philosopher Antonio Gramsci famously wrote that rather than sticking to a ritual for the sake of tradition, we can view every morning as a chance for renewal. And research has shown that resolutions are most successful when they're motivated by a real need and in line with other life changes. Even if they don't succeed. Resolutions can be an important way for us to take stock of our lives and to remind ourselves that we do have the power to change.
0: In Zimbabwe, Police Today part the Republic Party from its annual youth conference in Bulawayo citing security concerns in the city. Police have in the past also part meetings of the same party and the Opposition Citizens Coalition for Change. And back to our main topic of the day. As expected, there were many ups and downs in 2023, the bad, good, and the ugly. As the year comes to an end, today we are talking to women about 2023 and the year ahead. Please stay tuned as we take a very brief break.
2: In times of change, when the world seems uncertain, And what we hear doesn't reflect what we see. We seek the truth. When we are told only part of the story, we lose trust in moments of crisis. Our dreams, hopes, and wishes for a better tomorrow depend on a free press. At Voice of America, We bring you the stories that people take risks to see. We connect the world and unite it with truth. At Voice of America, we show you the whole picture.
0: For those that that have just joined us, please note that we are streaming live on our Facebook pages VOA Shona, VOA Studio 7, and VOA Valley. We're also live on YouTube, VOA Zimbabwe. Today we are talking about 2023, and we'll also look at uh, 2024. To discuss this issue, we're joined by Mrs. Sibusisiwe Pepe, a media practitioner and gender activist, Ms. Nomtandazo Tandazo a businesswoman living in India, and Ms. Pindile Kocha of the Clean House Academy. So uh, good evening and welcome to the program, Mrs. Uh, we'll Pepe uh, Komazana and Kocha.
2: Thank you, thank you, Baba
0: Thank you very much. You. So let's start with you, uh, Mrs. Pepe. Uh, compliments of the season in the first place, and now 2023. What do you think happened in 2023 that we can say, well, it was a good or bad year?
3: I think the elections were supposed to determine what kind of year it was, especially for women. Uh, we saw women stand up and participate as candidates. We saw them participate as observers of the elections, and we saw them participate in uh, vote casting. But the, the saddest thing was that on the day of the election, they had to wait for several hours for their ballots to be brought to the polling stations. They had to go home and back again to track their vote. Some of them lying even up to beyond midnight. And then after the elections they have these recalls and they start to hear that their election their vote didn't count and they had to be by election. So, for me, uh, what was supposed to be a happy moment where women's uh, voices through the vote uh, were supposed to speak volumes to their citizens of Zimbabwe and shaping their future really didn't turn out as expected, uh, because it seems like, after all, uh, their choices can be determined by one man or uh, by the court at the end of the day, because the battle is still happening through the judicial system.
0: for me that part issue. Thank you very much, uh, Mrs. Pepe. Stay on the line, uh, Mrs. Kocha. Can you chip in there? Hello, yes, thank you so much, Mrs. Kocha. So, what can give us your highlights of 2023?
3: 2023 wasn't a bad year. So, um, of course, there were ups and downs here and but I think it was a not so bad year because um, I saw mostly women around my space or my networks. They were doing very well, um, not to what they expected, but enough for them to survive and uh, look ahead um, to go through to 2024. So I think it was and not so bad yet for me. Um, As someone who works with youth and women, I think we are in the right direction. Of course, one step at a time, but um, I think we are getting somewhere. So I'm definitely looking forward to 2024 so that we can, you can say, put more energy and uh, increase our goals and look forward to more uh, effective results.
0: Thank you so much, uh, Mrs. Uh, uh, kocha. stay on the line. Uh, let's have uh, Mrs., Ms. Komazana in Mumbai, India. Uh, Ms. Komazana, how are you doing there?
2: I'm doing very fine, thank you. you
0: yes, 2023, so I'm told it was not a good year for you. Tell us why. Uh,
2: 2023, I would say it was a... a- I wouldn't say good, I wouldn't say bad as such because it actually uh, taught us a lesson. You know, as women in the small sector, business sectors, we were hoping after after the aftermath of uh, COVID and all, we were hoping that maybe after uh, the votes, we're looking forward for uh, women to be empowered. We're looking forward for women to have uh, opportunities from private sectors or from the government. But uh, the outcome of uh, the elections actually uh, let us down. And uh, some of uh the women that were in the in the business like uh, strong in the business were uh, went forward, and the ones in the small sector actually had to struggle to stay afloat. So, I'm hoping we learned a lesson though, because in the midst of of those struggles, we had to look for plan A, plan B, and plan C. And I'm hoping in the next coming year that we are going to implement all those plan A, plan B, plan Cs in our businesses and uh, in our lives also.
0: Yes, thank you so much. Uh, Stay on the line. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A (laughs) a <laughs> room less <laughs> in the Velakoramanje, ma Mandavu. When I'm over Mrs. Pepe, Zani, twenty twenty four, So you, Ongatini ula poti in e guatriti soketo. la mapai, lakini yezi, sokusimwa lezuendwe njia. Pau kusia
3: Abang jawab aku abantu Ibu baba kodwa a ama ama cek A o que a se ukuthi é é outro tipo eu me agradeço então de então de do Nigeria, Bantabakan, if You know who named the Oceana, Umnotory, to Susia and market. that seen a to the Sina, which was a Kwa so,
0: yili, nikosibuza kono 2024 ule mboza Yes, yungu, anala mpendu. Ye, siyakuzi kakulu zipepe. Kuna ngapo, ubambe, unangika ke siye kumamuko cha, nyo kutuwa geze e, Kanya zana malainzi, nangazani atlupa ke ge, kumakale Mocha Mbocha, usupendugi ile mamu? Ye, yeah. kanya zana kakapendugi. u mama, umi sinkuwa mazana, kuna ngale Mumbai, India. Zambuza ngesi luungu. Uh, looking at 2024, what are your expectations, Ms. Komazana?
2: I'm expecting women, or um, not only women, I'm expecting uh, the youth actually, including women and everyone else, to um, to redirect their focuses. Because most of the time, like, those people that are unemployed or not employed and are depending on salaries, Nothing, the, the salary is not, is not enough for them. So I actually urge and I'm looking for them to actually ex- expand to look um, outside their comfort zone because it is economically uh, slide down. But we have. Natural resources everywhere we have got things that can make us money. we've got things that can build us irregardless what we have cash or not. We can start from twenty twenty three was actually an because around us we've got resources that we are not using that are where they can up. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward for everyone to actually uh, uh, get out of their commons to use what we have, survive mm-hmm. in our lives.
0: Okay, thank you very much. Uh, so, uh, say your last words because uh, it's so good you've been here today. So, your last word Miss Gomazana.
2: Um, last last words. Um. Mm-hmm.
0: Your message to Zimbabwe. The last
2: words, especially, I'm, I'm aiming to the youth right now. Mm-hmm. Zimbabwe, when youth are hardworking, Zimbabwe, when youth are go-getters. So my last words will be, go out there and get everything that you need to live.
0: Mm, powerful words. Thank you very much. You can now do your uh, normal things that you're doing there, your business. So they are posting messages on our social media platforms. We've got Mvundla who says, there's a lot that Zimbabweans have to learn because we are suffering as Zimbabweans. Then we've got Max Mvundla. Max actually, sorry. So he says, please, please, please make sure that you get us on board as well. We want to talk, Mr. Tube. Now we'll try by all means to get you into the program. So you can uh, always get in touch with us uh, right now. Uh, check on our Facebook pages, leave a message there or your phone number, then we'll get back to you. So let's get, get back to Mrs. Pepe. So, Mrs. Pepe, we know that uh, many youths, uh, many women, you know, are having serious challenges. You know, some are in rural areas they don't access uh, the most basic needs. So tell us about those needs that uh, women are looking at in
3: 2024.
0: Uh, you are saying young people in terms of young people. Yeah, even even uh, people of your age, you know, Mrs uh, Mrs Pepe
3: Right, I think we're going to see the worsening of social amenities and this government really steps up in a big way. Uh, We also have the uh, private voluntary uh, organization deal or act hanging over us waiting to be signed by the president. A lot of the needs that were being met or by, by NGOs and civil society, we don't know if these will continue to be met in the year twenty twenty four. Is the President going to sign that bill or not? If he does, we will wait to see how it's going to impact impact the operations of these organizations. Otherwise I think like the last bit have we just need to be really vigilant. Zimbabwe is our country, it's the only home we have we need to think positive, look positive, look for opportunities, uh, and, and look at whatever opportunities that arise as opportunities for everyone, uh, because I realize that some people have been creating, uh, you know, opportunities that uh, some people will look at as uh, participants. Of course, they may be partisan, but if there's a way to benefit from them out and I people to just take them up because um twenty years will pass by and you have nothing to show for it so yeah twenty twenty four is just a year to just participate, stand up for yourself uh speak out I uh, don't be found um. Uh, left behind. I know that technology is not yet reached our you know most remote areas and so participation at the fullest level is difficult, but that is why we need these voluntary um, or CSOs to be uh, operational so that they can be able to harness as much of the civic voice as possible.
0: Now, Ms., Mrs. Pepe, we know that uh, uh, there is a lot of drug and substance abuse in Zimbabwe. We saw uh, Mr. Melin Lovu and Mr. Roland Dube cycling all the way from South Africa, Midrand, uh, to Bulawayo. You know, saying no to uh, you know to drugs. And at the end of the day, they are just highlighting, you know, the, these issues so that people may be aware of the dangers of drugs and other substances. So now, what's the impact of that on women? Let's say the cycling, somebody travelling. 865 kilometers, you know, using a bicycle, just to highlight some of those things. So can, can you say something about that?
3: <laughs>
0: so, so what could be the impact, Mrs. Pepe? Uh, I can hardly
3: hear
0: you. Oh, yes, I know that the lines are very bad. So I was referring to drug and substance abuse. So, and I know that there are some women that are affected. And we know that there are some cyclists uh, who cycled all the way from uh, Midrand to Bulawayo to highlight the dangers of trucks. What's your take on that? And does that have any impact on women? Uh, you're
3: asking if trucks have any impact
0: on women? That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Of course, they do. They do have an impact of women on women, and I think the general community. But I've noticed that it's not just young people. Of course, the highlight has been on the impact of substance abuse by young people. But we found that uh, even the elderly people are now taking. Substances. They are they are doing drugs as well. They are taking alcohol more than uh normal uh just to get over the pressure, to get over the stress. Um, certainly, some of uh of the women are even participating in the of drugs because it is. It is a quick way to make money. Uh, they are not able to participate in the formal economy. Mm-hmm. So for them to make quick money, they go for the illegal substances and uh, are operating in the illegal sector financially. And that is a huge impact on, on how women are, been, are being affected by drugs. But I, I think worst of all is the death and the suicide. But These drugs are leading to where young men and young women are finding it hard to cope with ordinary life, with not having employment, with not being able to participate in the economy. And when they take these substances, they start to think it's the end of their lives. And
0: they want mm-hmm. to themselves. I think for me, that is a big um, a tragedy that our country needs to face at once. Thank you very much and stay on the line. We've got Usia uh, Hamba, a lapage. Usia Hamba, Okona, Triwan. Sia Hamba, Sia Omgelo Kelova. Sia Pila
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, so to like I was
0: to so, to to mm. <laughs> hey, not going to go like hmm. to 2023. Yes, was
3: going to go I was going So, go to 2023. to 2023. I was going to I was I was to 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 Mm. I that was a little
0: bit of so you so, e, 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 Hello? You e,
3: Network and yeah, media cutter
0: cutter. Oh okay, I got food. Okay. So all right, Kubeka civili ukuluma Nesinde Belly. So Naska Nella Konoco gay wena or Azano Peganelaco e Lapocona. Utong upon Jalopeganelano or twenty
3: twenty three. All right in lap a South Africa.
0: Uh So we know Peganella cousin at the ah Wazani Cutangan we are Yellow uyangizwa is in Obey. You can't as happy South Africa Jalo, La Mrs. Pepe, yeah, what you Kui eh, ngaska u2024, eh, ufisela ni abatwezi
3: Ms. Sela, that the financially in terms of the quality of life,
0: And what do you expect from the government?
3: I expect the government to live up to its promises. Um, We have seen them do a lot... In in terms of infrastructure development here and there, I'm hoping they can do more. I'm hoping they can do even more in terms of social services because where we really feel the impact, we would like to see a lot of government intervention in hospitals. Uh, We'd like to see them do more in education. The government intervening the roads, the roads are getting they had thousands of accidents over the holidays, and it, it's just unbelievable. If they cannot fix the, the roads where the money comes up front before people even use their cars, because they now even have the NARA, uh, on the roads, checking for car registration, why can't government ensure that the NARA is fixing our roads in life, I because it's now a life insurance issue.
0: And there's one thing that is going to touch many Zimbabweans, the passport fees. Say something about that, the passport fees.
3: The passport, the passport fee is definitely very high, considering that it's a national document, and people have to be free to move around. And this is a, a document that everyone has, is entitled to, like in national in, document, an ID and a certificate. Uh I think government has to realize how much it is impacting, especially on informal traders, who depend on these documents to get about and make money. And, and, and if they don't consider the fact that Zimbabweans are suffering in countries like Botswana and South Africa because they are being called illegal immigrants, they are working in this situation by making the passport fee unreachable uh, for most Zimbabweans because they are forcing them to cross the border without documents. So sometimes I wonder if they really can and think through some of these policies, the long-term impacts that they have. The women won't have access to an economy and. Ordinary people want to be able to cross the border legally. It
0: cannot afford basic travel document that they are entitled to. And lastly, the water situation in Bulawayo, Mrs. Pepe. I think we cannot uh, leave this show without saying anything about it. So, can you say something about that? It, it's
3: a very bad situation, uh, considering that we have a cholera outbreak in uh, in the country. It's still not clear how it is being handled and how it, can, it will be controlled. Uh, we now are beyond the critical water need uh, for for over a century now, and of course, uh, this government has tried to push the the water project through the pipeline, but. May we see faster projects or faster movement on that project because it is now a life issue. It is no longer just about access to water, but we are having people dying because of lack of access to water. There was a time when even now I was known as having the cleanest water, but now we are having muddy water coming through our pipes. Uh, I'm pleased that, you know, that you're the mayor that is really related really to our uh, government and the minister uh, on these issues. And we hope that 2024
0: mm-hmm. will really see a movement in terms of the improvement of our water situation. But currently hey, now, yes. yeah, it's really, really scary. Thank you very much. Uh, that is Mrs. Wosiswe Pepe. She's a media practitioner and gender activist based in Blawi. Signing off from Washington. This is Gibbs Gouwe saying Good night.